This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 445. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Fenak. You having a good day? I am. I'm having a great February day. Me too. Whatever, whatever that means. Me too. So uh, just took the dog for a walk, a late walk, and it was grand. It's beautiful out. So this is the year of AI. If, if, if you're not aware of all the stuff happening in AI for SEO and just AI in the whole world, you're under a rock, get out from under it. It's pretty crazy what's going on. Um, and with that in mind, holy smokes, do we have lots to share? Um, but let's start off with some non-SEO. Well, it is Google news, um, and it is important to SEO. So why don't you kick it off? Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about Google Analytics 4 and how much everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, how much I hate it. And not that I hate it, I hate that we're being forced to change and being forced to say goodbye to the old Universal Analytics. Anyways, if you are one of those people who has been procrastinating setting up Google Analytics 4, Google has decided that they will automatically do this for you uh, unless you opt out of it. So if you have a Universal Analytics, you don't know how to upgrade, you don't want to learn, you don't care whatever, uh, at least someday when you do care and you come back to it and you see that UA is gone, your GA4 data will be auto-created and there for you. So, you know, for a lot of people, they probably already set it up. And for some people, they might not care, but at least it's there. And I don't know, it's kind of nice. I feel like they're doing this because uh, there are going to be people that don't even know about it. And then in a year from now, because they don't check their analytics data very often, they're going to log into their account and be like, where's all my data? Well, now they'll have data. So... Well, That's... will they though? They still have to well, add the code. No, because Google reuses the same code. They'll reuse the same tag. And you can actually do that now when you set up GA4 and attribute the existing code. Because the only thing that changes in the code is the ID number to the account. Oh, well, there you go. And, You've done more implementations than I yeah, have. I thought yeah. it was a completely different code. Yeah, like so for some people, you could actually go in to set up GA4 and say, just do this automatically, click a button. And it, I can't remember the, the words they use, but essentially you're reusing the same code to do it. So um, if you want to do advanced features and things, that changes it a bit, but at least, a lot. Yeah. yeah, at least they'll have the basics um, because I know guaranteed in a year and a half from now, two years, we'll get a new client and they're going to be, oh yeah, I have Google Analytics. Here's my login info or here's, you know, I just granted you admin or whatever. We'll go in and it'll be empty or it would have been empty, but now it won't be. So... But you have to keep in mind, uh, users out there, I don't know how Google, okay, it all depends upon how much they will care about this implementation. Hopefully they will care, but there are settings in there that will allow you to keep the data longer. Your active data, and I bet you they won't put this in there by default, um, you can have it specify many, many, many months versus just, I think, what is it, default two months? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. After that two there. months, you won't have access to the raw data anymore. It'll be only what they've kept after the fact. Um, still way better than nothing, but 
Um, that's a pretty important feature, and it's a simple change in the settings uh, for anyone who knows where to look. <laughs> um, so I would not, under any circumstances, trust Google to look out for you. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you know well enough that you should set this up yourself. Um, I think the real advantage here really does come to the small small businesses that don't really pay attention to this, and they knew at one point enough to set up analytics, and that's as far as they got. Um, so there'll be benefits for the small guys. If you're a big business or you value your stats, you know, do it yourself, of course. Yeah. So it says here, if you don't do it yourself, Google, it says may hmm, create a GA4 property for you with basic settings, which may not meet your specific needs. Exactly. May. <laughs> that covers them if they forget you. Yeah. <laughs> if you get bumped somehow. Yeah. That's not a quote from Google, it looks like. It's uh, from whoever wrote this article at Search Engine Land, but maybe they're just covering their butt with the May, which I can't blame them for doing. Uh, I would too. <laughs> if I say they will, and then in a year from now, Bob comes over to me like, they didn't do it. You told me. I, yeah. did. I didn't say I'm anything. Oh, you, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, and and it's not, okay. So I've been looking into a lot, uh, I mean, on education, bit of an education craze right now, because there's so much happening. I'm learning a lot about AI. I'm learning a lot about GA4. Um, and I do see the advantages of GA4. I just don't like being forced into anything. That's well, I've never liked being forced into anything, uh, but in this case, it's just, it's a bit, a bit insulting for them to do this. Now I'm glad they've finally made this notation that they have this connection that you can still get the data, a type of data accumulating question is when. I think they um, said in March, actually, I think in the article, it said that in March, Google will start creating these accounts on their own. Okay. How long will it take? Cause then you remember when yours is finally implemented, that's when the data starts to accumulate. You have nothing behind that. Nothing. It's from there on is square one. So the sooner you have it implemented, the sooner you have data that you can use for historical reference. Big stuff really is, and it can't be undersold. Um, anyways, it isn't incredibly difficult to run GA4, but it is definitely more complicated. Um, I just, one thing I do like about it is that a lot of the event tracking is automated now. Um, it's, it doesn't require you adding code to specific events. It's just automatically tracked as an event. It's up to you to classify it as a goal or anything like that. But that is pretty sweet because one of the frustrations in our business is when we're setting up goal tracking and all the stuff for websites, we have to have our developer Dennis go in and make all the changes and add this and that to different links. Well, this is automated now. So Lots of advantages. I think we will ultimately be happy with it, but it's going to be a rough ride. I think we've, if we fast forward a year from now, we're going to be like, okay, it was worth it. Hopefully. I hope we feel that Hopefully. way in a year from now. Yeah. Uh, but I think we probably will. It won't be worth it, though, for those people when we're having to deal with people's websites that have no back historical data uh, yeah. that we can market with. That's going to be I think it'll be longer than a year that we're cursing its name. In 10 years from now, <laughs> yeah. we will. Uh, on another news, Google has laid off 12,000 staff 
I wonder what that is in terms of its portion. Did it have it in the article? Like they, they did say, I think it was, um, oh, I went there. I got to click a thing here. Sorry. And continue to cite. That's <laughs> yeah, 6%. Oh, not even 10. Wow. Not even 10%, 6%. Jeez. And I guess, I guess employees just kind of showed up and they had been basically locked out of everything. Could you imagine? I'm going to be really mad if you do that to me one day. I come log on to my computer and <laughs> I get a message that says, you're fired. Like what? Yeah, or right. Whatever. Because yeah. you, you made, you made billions in profit, but not enough billions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's, that's just it. Uh, I think I saw a joke somewhere where someone had actually searched or they use chat GPT. Maybe it was even barred. I don't know. It was very ironic, but they said, you know, uh, why did Google need to lay off? these people and it said well actually google is very profitable and even turned a profit this last <laughs> it's like yeah. but uh you know maybe they're being cautious i forget what it was but it was like sobs you yeah oh. well if i read the charts right their their profit in fourth quarter was something like 15 billion dollars of like profit at the end of the day so yeah let's lay off a bunch of people like what i, I don't get it i don't like these are humans whatever I, we could that's a whole other show and a whole other rant but <laughs> it, it just irks me man it just hey, makes me so mad if we don't rant a little oh it's just you know if you're losing money sure you do what you got to do to survive but it's just to companies. make that's yeah just problem. making shareholders happy that's all it is whatever. that's all they live for that's once yeah. they're public that's why i i just cringe when everyone goes public anyone that i or any business i like goes public it's pretty yeah. much the death knell um all right so seo news microsoft is vesting billions into open ai and chat gpt so they actually bought a stake in it um it's a really interesting i'm not sure if this article was the one i read the other day but um it's really interesting how <laughs> self-serving and brilliant the purchase was or at least did they buy it i think they invested it is invested anyways um, the deal was actually more like credits. You get credits to use our Azure cloud to do all of this art AI number crunching, which is huge because there's a huge amount of money. I think they said it was like uh, two cents for every AI query done. Really? That would that add adds up, up fast, very fast. Um, it takes a lot of power. It's certainly not environmentally friendly, all this AI stuff. Um, anyways, Microsoft was able to invest in, a, uh, uh, in it by just giving them credits um, in Azure, their cloud computing system, which of course means then that uh, ChatGPT is using Azure. And then when they need extra, they have to pay Microsoft for it. <laughs> it's it's brilliant it's, it's uh, anyway um it's a very good partnership and microsoft we were just talking about this um scott and i are are, are tentatively excited that google could lose some market share oh, it'd be so wonderful if bing took off more and we'd have you know, maybe they're in the 20% at least realm of traffic. That would be fantastic. I hate just having Google. It's, yeah, all our eggs are in one basket and have been for, I hate the cliche, sorry, um, sure. and have been for, oh, geez, 15 years. I don't even know. I'm trying to remember the last time a competitor had a sizable yeah. chunk of that market share. Like it's been more than a decade for sure. 20 years almost. 
Yeah. Well, because when I started, that was 20 years ago, oh. we cared about Lycos and Alta Vista and all the web oh, and okay. Ask Jeeves and Google had a, a sizable share even then, but I feel like it was maybe 50%, maybe like 50% is small, but I feel like it was maybe in that realm, you know, like 40 to sure. 60% range. Yeah. So other stuff mattered um, yeah, you're a lot. Like 15 yeah. years or so. Yeah. And I mean, it's so weird because I mean, this is my 26th year and Google technically was born a year after I started or maybe t basically started the year I started in the 97. So, um, but I didn't hear anything about them. And when I did, I laughed at the name um, yeah. <laughs> until probably to 1999. I don't know. Anyway, it took them a while for, for them to really take hold and, and push everyone out. Sadly, they did. So we're hoping. Hoping, hoping, hoping. Um, and with that note, we did check out uh, Bing's, the new Bing. They've got a few teasers out there of how um, their chat system is going to be built in and how it's going to look. There's some imagery of it. It's really interesting to see it. Um, it does appear to be better uh, based on the reviews we've seen. Um, one by Barry, who got to be there for one of the reveals. Um, he said that the examples online were okay. The in-person reveal had far better examples and really wowed everyone. So, uh, but, and, and far, it's far better than Bard, which is Google's recent release of this, or at least temporary tease. Um, and Microsoft said it's because they've been working on it for a long time. So this is exciting. They actually have a leg up. Woohoo. Not that I love Microsoft. <laughs> I don't get me going there, but I do love com competition. So I could be persuaded to love them again. You and, know, we've been stuck with Google for so long. It's, you know, it's yeah, time. It is. Mix it up a little. Midlife crisis and search here. True, 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 true. So now we jump more into AI. I'm sorry, everyone, if you're bored, silly of hearing about this, but it is so <laughs> It's so powerful and it's, it's being worked into, into SEO as we speak, uh, has been for a while. Um, I think I own 12, I think, yeah, I think step forth. I think we own at least 12, um, lifetime memberships to different AI systems. Cause I was just chewing it up going, this is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting. <laughs> and it's gotten so much better. Um, it's fascinating stuff. Anyway, uh, Google has reiterated its guidance on AI-generated content. Write content for people. What it's a shocking, concept. isn't it? Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little more about that? Um, well, I don't. I guess I don't know as much about it as I really should. But um, yeah, generally, uh, I think it was Danny Sullivan said that their focus will be on the quality of content rather than how content is produced. So and I, we've been Yay. talking about that a lot. You know, like that's what it should be. Who cares? how the content came to be as long as it serves the purpose of the people. Well, that sounds like an official speech there. Um, so, you know, good. Like, I, you know, it was kind of looking like Google was going to full out ban AI content. And uh, we kind of thought they might, and you have to put disclaimers on your site and maybe like some kind of meta tag that says this content is hmm. AI it's generated. Like the cloud is settled yet. We'll see. Yeah. There's a long ways to go for sure. Um, but yeah, so Google's got their their rules and they're starting to, you know, give a more useful take on how things should be. Yeah. And I think that um, 
AI is going to be an important part of marketing. Um, it's just going to be, well, if you want to be really, really careful, and I, I do advise that, or you know us, we're step forth and that encompasses us here. Our, our, we're always been very cautious, especially about client work. We don't do anything risky because we want to be sleeping at night. We want to know that our clients are going to improve no matter what storms may come. Um, so don't get too excited about SEO or, or sorry AI and jump right in. But test things. Like, for example, if you need a, 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 the beginning of your article, suggest, a, suggest the starting of an article about this. And then it'll give you some ideas. And you're like, oh, perfect. It kind of breaks that, that, uh, yeah. that writing crunch when you're trying to work. Yeah. Now, that's one very simple way of doing it. Looking up uh, stats, where sources are for specific stats might help. Um, keep in mind that the for example chat gpt is actually based completely on data from say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 2021 and earlier. So it's not current. Be very careful about what you create with something like that. Um, <clears throat> well, like what Google says is they say that you should use AI to help you write better content, not to write content. Um, and I think that's important too. Like, don't just use an AI, generate hundreds of pages of content for your site and just dump it up and see what yeah, happens. Without you know? editing or anything. Yeah, definitely edit it, read through it, change it. Um, but yeah, it's good for a, a starter template to get you going and save some time and help, like you said, get good sources of data and all that kind of stuff. Well, and keep in mind too, and this, a common pitfall is, and this is happening to students who are using it to write term papers, even if they get away with that, um, they aren't getting away with the fact that a lot of the data might be wrong or a lot of the information's wrong. It, 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 there's nothing that it's, this is not a studying system. You know, these AI models are just providing you what content they found. They're not verifying it. So some of the, the <laughs> postulations and theses and all these stuff people are posting or, or printing for school are actually incorrect. So from the same standpoint as a business, don't you dare try writing with this, uh, uh, with an AI about something you don't know about and you can't read and go, oh, this is wrong. Well, a few weeks ago, we we were talking a little bit and we tried generating an article about, uh, uh, I think we're using, was it Jasper? Is that 
Yeah. Is that correct? That's to generate an article the about... The only one we pay for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, generate an article about Google's latest algorithmic update. And it had a great little article. Well, you know, I think we did the first 100 words or something. And it was actually really good mm -hmm. about an update from two years ago. So, yeah. you know, it's it wasn't the latest update. So, I mean, it's if you're trying to use this for any real purpose, people are going to catch that and it's going to backfire in a big way. Or your site's going to look super dated. Yeah, and it's only working with what's out there. Don't think of anything that if, if, if you need to be cutting edge, you need to be a thought um, thought leader. It's not really a help. Uh, it, it's just a good studying resource, uh, maybe a good, um, like we were saying, finding ways of, or finding sources of data, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe quotations, that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, what I did like though, I uh, can't remember which one I've read a few articles here that talked about this, but um, I did like the fact that they said that even if it was completely written in AI, AI um, make sure that you've added your own. First of all, you've added it. Second of all, you've tried to add your own voice to it. Um, first of all, that will almost certainly remove the ability for it to be tracked as fake or AI driven if you edit it enough. I'm not saying you're trying to bypass filters, but if you really truly add your own voice to it and, and your own colloquialisms, that kind of stuff, it becomes yours in effect. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that then, as long as it's adding value. So keep that in mind. Uh, Google, there's also a published picture of what uh, Google's AI features will look like in search. Uh, it'll be in our... our um, they call it our show notes newsletter, which I'm sorry, we're a little behind on. I've, I don't have my assistant anymore. She moved on to another job, which is sad. I was, she was a great help. We miss you, Carlene. Anyway, um, it is coming soon. And in there will be a link to the provided image of what it'll look like if it's not already launched by then. And uh, I, I don't know. We'll see how this turns out. I'm not sure I like it, but it could be good. Finally, uh, Lily Ray, one of uh, uh, probably more prominent people in industry these days, uh, she's been uh, tapped quite regularly by the press to talk about AI and stuff. And anyway, she says one of the things that she's been using ChatGPT for, and it's been a game changer, is she's having it write regex commands for Google Search Console. Uh, what that means essentially are is a, a type of code that you can use to command Google Search Console to give you information that it doesn't already provide, or at least in a different format you may want. Very cool. Um, and I think that's something that would be fun to play with because I can't write regex at this stage. It's something that I should get around to learning. I just haven't had a chance. And if it can do it for me and actually provide me with what I'm looking for, that's going to be amazing. Um, and that's a great example of AI making life easier. You know what would be really cool? And this, I'm sure I can do it now. I should look into it. Every I, I use Excel a lot. And sometimes I end up having to do really weird things in Excel, like finding weird data and doing really complicated if and else type statements. And, and I don't do it often, but sometimes it comes up where I've got this big dump of data and I need to play around and there's no out of the box solution. And so then, you know, you're screwing around with code and you eventually get it. But if I could just say, do it verbally to Excel, and now that Bing is, you know, and Microsoft is on board with all this, 
Uh, and actually, there was talk uh, with uh, OpenAI and all that being integrated into Word at some point too. We're going backwards here a little bit, but I feel like it's going to be like that. I'll be able to go into Excel, click on a cell, and say, "Make this equal to all these cells that are this, but not that, but this, but you know," and some stupid, complicated search query in Excel. One of my favorite, life changing. Uh, <laughs> my favorite jokes around right now. And hey, you never know; it could happen. It truly could happen in this weird world. Um, and I'm dating myself a bit here, but you remember Clippy? Yes, I remember Clippy. Clippy was a little, I you couldn't call it AI, but it was uh, essentially a little help person clip, paper clip that would appear in Microsoft, early, early versions of Microsoft Office. And I think it was universally hated. Well, there's jokes Clippy. that that's going to come back, but it's going to be driven by true AI. But it'll work. And you know what? I'd embrace that. <laughs> I yeah. think that would be awesome. You know, the worst part about Clippy was, is you'd go into settings and you'd turn off Clippy and then Clippy would come back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Clippy was relentless. You could not kill that. It was a zombie, man. Zombie was, AI. Yeah, but it would be great if you could just say, hey, Clippy, I, I want to filter it this way. It's, you know, if it's not happening now, it's it's coming. That's I think it will, logical. 100%. Yeah. I All right, wait. so let's jump into something non-AI. I know it's amazing. What's going on yes. with podcasts? Sorry, I had to mute for a second there to cough. Uh, uh, nobody wants to hear me cough. Yeah, so the podcast Carolel. <laughs> I, I need a coffee. I'm not editing man. that out. I'm I sorry. don't know what that word is that I just said. <laughs> the uh, the the podcast Carousel that appears in search results uh, is going to be gone in the middle of February. So if you've been searching for podcasts a lot in search and you rely on that Carousel to help you find stuff, uh, it's Google's taking it away. Um, and likewise, if you have a podcast, I don't know if I know anybody with a podcast. Are there any out there? Um, oh, us. Um, you will probably see less podcast, uh, less organic traffic from search to your podcast if you were appearing well in that carousel in the first place. So if you see a reduction in organic traffic to your podcast, um, don't Ooh. think you've done anything wrong. The link is you didn't break anything. Google just doesn't want to share it anymore. And it's nothing personal. So. So that's kind I of I guess fun. it was a failed attempt. I, I don't know. I never used it, but. Um, no, I never really did. Actually, I shouldn't say I never used it. I even used it twice, but I was never blown away by the results. Yeah, I don't generally search for podcasts. And when I do listen to a podcast, I know exactly what podcast I want. I don't really look for new ones, really. So for me, it isn't going to be a big deal, but it might be for some people, for sure. But I think if people were doing that, they would do it from their actual podcasting app. Yeah, Spotify or Apple. I or Google Whatever, Podcasts, yeah. but it's still yeah. not a regular search. Totally. Now, if they had incorporated better, a better, done a better job of incorporating show notes and stuff, and then you could search it, and then that would appear as the podcast and the episode. I didn't. Maybe that was out there. I didn't notice it. That would be cool. Because yeah, well, never knows. We talk about a ton of different things that uh, we don't put in our description, but would be valid information for people to jump into and then you could just jump right into that podcast at that segment and listen i'd be fine with that that'd be great i'm sure it bypasses some advertising but that's not the purpose of this podcast anyway absolutely um, about creating goodwill and providing great info so anyway um let's uh take a quick break and we come back we're going to talk about a new indexing report update on google search console SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. So you are most enmeshed in Google Search Console. What's all this about? Yeah, it's just a small little update that I think a lot of people are going to like. So a while back, Google added um, the ability to see video indexing. Uh, so you can see which videos were indexed, which weren't, and get a hint for why videos weren't indexed if they weren't. And Google has added a new overlay to that that allows you to see video impressions in search as well. So now you get the little chart that shows how many pages you've got and a little blue, fancy squiggly blue line that shows you how your impressions are coming along. Just a, when you go to the report in Search Console, you just check a little checkbox that says view impressions. Um, nothing overly fancy, but certainly awesome for trending your video impressions over time. And uh, I love anything like this that they can add to sort of show progress. So yeah, so that's absolutely. cool. And, and the best part is it works in Canada. No, so I, I couldn't believe it. I saw it like, let's check this out. And it worked. <laughs> like what? Blew me away. It was awesome. People, we're excited when anything happens with Canadians quickly. Uh, we, we're always at the end of the the release schedule it seems so. and, and not only google search like netflix releases and stuff like come on you've got the brand new season of whatever i want it in canada come on yeah it's the same but all right so google maps is once again screwing local businesses um by removing policy abiding reviews so there's nothing wrong with these reviews but they're being plopped just out they're being removed and uh it's frustrating the hell out of my many businesses um it's actually interesting. I had a talk with a, a friend of mine and he runs, um, he's a colleague in SEO and he's deeply meshed in a large, large um, business that has, let's say hundreds of locations. And I guess overall, he generated over 600 reviews in different locations. He was six times the average competitor. Oh, Google removed half of them for no particular reason. And he had to go to them and go, look, guys, there was nothing wrong with these. We have a big business and we get a lot of clients and they're reviewing us legitimately. They did ultimately get it back, but it just goes to show that it's a strange world out there in terms of Google's impression of reviews and how they manage them. Um, and reviews are so key to people who are doing shopping. Um, you know, you need to know what these businesses are about. And if you have 600 and the other guy's a hundred, that's a pretty, big, pretty big improvement. It's huge. Um, anyway, apparently they're working to reinstate them over the next few weeks. Uh, Scott, you provided a great link here. We'll include in our, our show notes, which is, uh, how to submit a request to have them reinstated if they don't get reinstated. Um, and you found that on a search engine land article, right? It, it was, yeah, it was in the SE land search engine land cool. article also in the show notes. All right. So what's next um, here? Yeah. So, um, this is, I don't know if I've ever actually seen this happen before, but uh, Google business profiles are removing emojis and special characters from business names. And I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen an emoji in a business name in a Google business profile. And I'm not sure that I have, but they're also removing special characters like uh, 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 trademark and things like that. Right. So those ones, I don't think I've even seen those, but uh, if you've got those in your name, if you need the, you know, the R 
in there, Google might remove it. And that might be bad if you actually have to have it in your name. So, um, I, I feel like some special characters should be permitted, but, uh, I don't really see any reason to have a, uh, an emoji in there. No, I think that that's a, probably a wise idea. I would imagine a lot of the, uh, more gray area businesses, well, let's just throw locksmiths out there. Cause since they were rather infamous from the beginning yeah, uh, for doing creepy things with it and just generally beating each other up. Uh, probably are using those because I mean, I can see how it would definitely stand out in a search result. And I don't know, it looks cheesy to me, but then again, it could look innovative and interesting to others. So who knows? Maybe it, uh, maybe it did make a difference either way. It's on the way out. I would love to know just how fast, uh, nothing seems to happen quickly with Google business profiles. Um, unless, well, no, Google just cut a lot of staff. So I'd expect, I don't expect things to ramp up faster for it. I, I am also expecting that while they are in there editing a whole bunch of people's business names because of emoji removals, that they will probably change a bunch accidentally that don't have emojis and they'll break a bunch as well. And we'll talk about it probably in the next SEO 101 or maybe the one after that about the thousands of business names that have been broken for no reason. Exactly. Uh, it, it seems to always go that way. <laughs> well, if any of you uh, have any... Uh, information you want to share on the show. Uh, maybe you've seen some really cool use cases for AI. Uh, maybe you have, um, well, obviously we always invite questions. Please do go to our, our Facebook group. That's SEO 101 on WMR.FM. You can do a quick search and find it quickly and uh, post it there. We'd love to have it. And definitely use cases of AI and SEO because I'm obviously fascinated by it. And I think all of us should be because it is going to be a, a big deal. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and my company, Senior SEO, Scott Van Ack, thank you for joining us today. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.FM. Great. Thank you for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.